Hi, thanks for tuning in. This is Trent with The Scoping Air. I'm going to be sitting down and talking with some amazing people about how they've been, who they are, and where they're going. We hope you enjoy the show. And uh, that's a story about how I broke my leg because of a rambunctious tortilla. That's Wow. <laughs> Every time you hear it, it just gets better. It, You know, you thought, it, you thought it'd get old from the first time, but absolutely not. I've definitely had dreams about it. <laughs> Which is weird considering that, you know, I've never heard it before. You've only told it to other people and they've told me. I know. It's through it's through the grapevine, but like it's like good vibes. Yeah. Like you're sending good vibes, you're just sending tortilla. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> sending tortilla. Uh, your new contact name in my phone. Sending tortilla? Sending tortilla. Just so when you text, I can I can just see sending tortilla popping, and then I'm like, "What is that?" It's legendary. Um, so it is storming where you are, right? Oh yeah, it's fully raining inside. Not much, uh, not much thunder or lightning, but it's yeah, it's stormy. Okay, so we're like you are robotic from time to time on my end, so that'll just be something. I, that's okay. That's probably probably just that's definitely related. <laughs> I'm a robot anyway. It's all right. <laughs> cool, man. Hey, Andrew, welcome. So glad to have you. Well, thanks for having me. It's cool. It is, it is very cool. As a matter of fact, this wouldn't exist without you because you're the first person that brought really? yeah the idea up to uh, up to me about like a podcast in the first place because we were. We we had chicken fried chicken at TA, and I was driving. Oh, yes, yeah. of course, I remember this. And I was driving you home, and I was like, we, <clears throat> "You were sort of talking about it a little bit. We were bouncing ideas around, and creative juices were flowing. And here we are. And as as soon as I started this, I was like, "Yeah, I I gotta have Andrew on at some point. And here we are. So glad. So it's really good." I didn't know that. That's interesting. Uh, oh. Microphone fell again. Dude, that's fine. We're we're rolling with it. I today. just about five minutes ago I said this better not happen on the air when it fell the previous <laughs> three times. Wow, that's about how it goes. I mean, that's I so can't cool. even like blame it on you. an empty room. <laughs> it's the ghosts. They don't. Continue. No, I fully slapped it for some reason. I don't know. You just it's why it's, I did it. it's that frustration, man. Uh so we got your Twitter it up there. Little... If if people want to see what you're about, you, they can hop on Twitter and give you a follow at Andrew Amy five. Now, the thing was was I was doing my research before we hopped on the Zoom call. And right. I was like, uh, okay, I can't remember if Andrew has an Instagram or not. And you do, <laughs> you, <laughs> you do, but uh, I checked today and you have, you have 94 followers. You, what? <laughs> you only follow five people and you have one post. And <laughs> it's just like the, this is my profile picture one, isn't it? Yeah, it's, I love it. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I, remember I remember taking that. It's pretty beard though. Man, I should have 
I should have saved it. I'll I'll probably that's, link it in the that's description. Really funny. Just because I, I'm pretty sure I made that account for some reason. I don't I don't know why. I think somebody was like, somebody said they'll do something, and if this post gets a certain number of likes, I was like, sure, I'll support it. I'm I'm and sure a lot of people have Instagram because of that. For one, that's why I have Twitter. But I just stuck with that one. Was was your Instagram to get that bathing suit that was free if you reposted that photo way back in the day? Is that when was that? Was that like 2017, 20? If I had known about that, I I would have made one, but it wasn't. I don't guess that was it. I don't know a single person that actually got that bathing suit though. <laughs> <laughs> Which I absolutely love. I don't know about you. Maybe it was just like a mass hallucination because I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a red it? bathing suit, and you had to like you you had to post a picture of this girl sitting on the side of a pool, and if you did that and tagged the the company, they would send you a bathing suit allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about that, but I definitely know people who would have done that. <laughs> so I, I doubt. I don't know. I doubt the validity of that. That's so funny, dude. So you're still in high school. You're you're a senior this year, and um, you're about to graduate from the same high school that I did back in the day. Um, and obviously, since I've left, uh, things have changed a little bit. But first, just it it also looks a little bit different because y'all are y'all are a four A, and per right. so so things look a little bit different in terms of COVID and stuff like that. So um, how is that going? Honestly, as far as in-person school goes, probably about as good as it can. Yeah. You know, if, if you're really pushing for having school in the classroom with a teacher, then they are trying to be as accommodating as possible. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always work. It's never going to 100% work no matter what you're going to do. Yeah. We've had, you know, they, they are semi good about communicating with us about, you know, new COVID results, stuff like that. Like if somebody has to leave because mm-hmm. of whatever reason, and then they test positive, they do send out a reminder and let us know the situation and uh, just to keep track of that. Mm-hmm. And we've had a few people out, uh, We've had a few teachers out even. Really? And yeah. I can't I can't really tell you any of them by name. Mm-hmm. I'm not hundred percent sure who they are. you probably wouldn't know them either. Right. Just because the you know, the teacher rotation is always going. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they're I can't tell you too much about how policies are like how the mask, you know, policy and stuff has been enforced because I've actually been doing online school. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I just go to my first two class periods, which are our band, uh, marching band and jazz band, mm-hmm. and then I go home. So I do the rest of my work uh, or the rest of my school work at home for the rest of the day until I have to go to, into work. Um, but as far, I mean, I will say this. I don't always agree with certain things. For example, band 
has, is weird, right? Because on one hand, if you get there out there on the field, usually, especially the way that uh, our band director has, um, you know, the show worked out and everything. Mm -hmm. If you get there out there on the field, you are typically social distancing. You're not really going, you know, and that's okay. And that's never, you know, the moving parts sometimes come close together. But if we're not playing, we're usually wearing masks. Mm -hmm. Uh, which means drumline is always wearing masks. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and so that part, like the actual rehearsal and stuff like that, is okay, at least outside. Right. Because on the in- when you're inside, you still have, I mean, call it 60, 70 people in one room. Yeah. You can't play through the mask, so you have to take the mask off. So mm-hmm. 60 people without masks in our you know, in our band hall with as much space as is there. So definitely not accommodating for 60 people at a time to socially distance while not wearing masks. So that gets a little sketchy sometimes um, because that's not really like a thing we can do. Right, yeah. In um, and so, then transport situation has been the worst. Oh my gosh. Um. So, so what do you mean by that? What do you mean transport situation? So for, I think where to begin this is like the whole like Friday night process, right? So Thursday nights we're having pep rallies and they're out in, uh, in the front of the school, mm-hmm. which is supposed to make it so that, you know, everybody involved, the band and cheerleaders and everybody can kind of socially distance and stay out of people's way and stuff and people can spread out which has not happened so far because the band is like in this small area like against the front wall of the school mm-hmm. so i mean i'm within the the there are about five or six people within six feet of me when i get up there right when we're up there and within everybody again who are not wearing masks because they can't uh, they can when they're not playing, so it's like all the air is just going into the instrument. But still, right. I mean, it's, you know, that kind of situation is not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have had holes in the in the show to kind of demonstrate that we've had people gone because um, of, because of like either contact tracing or they've, you know, yeah, okay, yes, um, and. Like, so the pep rallies are already kind of, and they're, they always seem a lot more kind of thrown together. There's not a lot of things we can do. There's not as many things we can do. Like, like they used to have games and stuff like that. Right. Where, you know, you know, like a watermelon eating contest or something. Dumb <laughs> yeah. like. Remember, we definitely had that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, performances and stuff so band plays a lot more and cheerleaders do a lot more than they did mm-hmm. um that's kind of it mm-hmm. kind of all the rallies are is they'll have one or two speakers who's usually who have so far always felt like they just kind of pick some authority like authority authoritarian looking guy in the audience and been like yeah here's a microphone <laughs> <laughs> so. hey that's interesting uh, it, it's I, I doubt that's the process, but it feels like that's what they did. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
other speaker is like a teacher or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, pep rallies have kind of been lacking, I guess is an easy way to say, but understandably so. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, so full disclosure, a lot of people are listening right now and uh, they may be shocked from what's going on. So uh, just to talk a little bit about what's happening up in uh, up in Denton right now, uh, we have, oh man, I don't know the number. It's, I think, one and a half thousand active cases in Denton County right uh-huh. now, which, which is scary when yeah. you have your, your two weeks ish into the the school year um right and you still have some in-person classes most of them are hybrid or online you know um it's scary because you you have all these students from hot spots coming into one location and so college towns that are having you know they're requiring freshmen to live on campus they're um they're still having in-person classes, things like that. It's a little scary. Uh, so the university has taken precautions specifically in uh, college band. So what what we do in college marching band at Green Brigade is they've given us uh, a plethora of PPE. They gave us uh, two different kinds of masks, um, hand sanitizer, uh, bell covers, things like that. So this we have a regular mask, and then we have a special mask that... Um, people are calling musicians masks where mm-hmm. you wear it and there's a little slit. It's actually in the other room, but I don't want to hop up to go get it. Um, yeah. Maybe if we take a break here in a minute, I can, I can, I can show a little bit, but uh, I digress. There's a little slit in it and you're supposed to take your horn and like weave it into the slit. And what? okay, yeah. And so, so there's that. And then, it still covers your nose and it still covers like the rest of your face and stuff. So all your air is going into the horn and it can't really escape because of the way the slits are designed. Um, that sounds sounds effective. I mean, yeah. Um, so there's that we're outside, we have socially distanced drill, uh, things like that. And then we also have, like I was saying, bell covers before it's like a, uh, it's like a polyester stretchy fabric material, um, that, just wraps around the front of your bell instruments. Um, and so that's what that's what we've done. But to put that in perspective, Denton County right now has over one and a half thousand cases uh, and actually going down as of right now, um, okay. which is which is good news. Um, right, right, right. It's been, do you know what week uh, SISD is in right now back in Sweetwater? Do you know what? I think we are on week six. Because I, I've been getting emails that have been telling me to turn my stuff in. Okay. <laughs> um, so, probably we're about there. Our, yeah. I think it, I think we're on week five, and I think next week is week six because I think uh, grades go in uh, sometime next week. Okay, gotcha. So you're six weeks in, and just as we about. thought, uh, because education is such a big thing, and schools are such a big um, supplier of jobs, and a lot of people is are involved in the big, all the cogs that make the education system work, especially in in Sweetwater. Um, We're starting to see the uptick in cases because last week we were at what? Nine or 10 active cases. 
Uh, in Sweetwater? Yes. Uh, I think something about that. We are going up is what I've heard. Right. So as of as of today, actually, this is from the Sweetwater Nolan County Health Department. Sorry, my radio is, <laughs> my radio is coming back out. Um, yeah. As of today, Thursday, September 10th, uh, right. Nolan County is up to 30 active positive cases. And mm. willing to wager, you know, that may... The school's opening and stuff may have some sort of impact on that uptick. Well, many times as we are getting emails and stuff about about new cases and stuff from the school, mm-hmm. I would assume so just because I, I can tell you that a good percentage of those are high school students or high school family members and, uh, and people that are, I mean, a lot of our football team, uh, they were going to cancel the game tomorrow. Uh, because a good portion of the of the varsity team got was is out because of COVID. Wow! But they just they were gonna fully cancel it, which I think is what they should have done. Mm-hmm. Instead, they just brought people up from JV, oh. which uh, it doesn't sit right with me. Um, for a, for a few reasons, and and I'm still thinking they probably shouldn't do that. Because it's like, well, this just proves that that it's not football is not COVID friendly right now. You know, if so many of your players get sick after, because I found out that these guys were sick after a game, right? Like the a couple days after uh, our the only game we've had, and so I I just I feel like I have to assume that that's related. I'm sorry. That was just a lot of information for me to take in. I just, that's interesting. Um, of course, you know, taking into account that a majority of those, that maybe the thought process is a majority of those students, um, aren't at risk. Um, but taking into account the affected populations and how, COVID impacts individuals of lower socioeconomic status a little bit more than that. Right. And looking at where Sweetwater is on that um, and looking at their free and reduced lunch, you know, just using that as a gauge for what the socioeconomic picture looks like for Sweetwater. Um, right. There's probably a lot of folks at risk at home Okay, so let me ask you this. Sorry to sorry to go on my little tangent there. So you said you were you were actually attending. Um, you you go to your first two periods and then you go to online class for the rest of the day, right? Right. Is that an option you were given, or is that? Yeah, uh, that is. They actually gave that option to everybody. Okay. You could at first they were saying you could not do any curricular any extracurriculars and do school online or you can have your extracurriculars and be doing in-person school or you and then they later said no you can just show up for the extracurricular stuff like sports and stuff like that go home after or before um and so i chose to do that not necessarily for covid reasons uh which i'll get into in a bit mm-hmm. but um but yeah, everybody was given that option to, to, you know, they were accommodating the extracurriculars and stuff like 
you got to be here for that kind of stuff. But, right. and honestly, even, I don't even think it's a hundred percent. You have to be there for it. Cause I know they're um, like my sister. Uh, she had just like a stomach bug today mm-hmm. and um, she's in middle school now. Sure. And so, so it wasn't like COVID, you know, anything, but um but she had to stay home today because she wasn't feeling good and her stomach was hurting, whatever. And for her uh, her band class earlier, she actually was able to like uh, Zoom call in and uh, and be there. She had her clarinet with her. And she played whatever she needed over the call. And so it's nice that even you know it seems like even band is being accommodating to stuff like that. So it's like, do you really have to show up for um, for that kind of thing? Right. Because I'm pretty. I feel Sports would be easy to kind of do it, like just go in your backyard and just like run around. Yeah, <laughs> your exercise for your endurance training, like it's like go chase your dog. Yeah. Done. You can so, you can really practice down. those long snaps if you're a center, and want <laughs> <laughs> it across your backyard. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's super interesting, though. Okay, so let me ask this. Um, so you go home after the first two periods. Um, right. So at that point, is it online or do you zoom your certain classes? And so it's, it's online. Um, most, all of my teachers have different programs they use. Uh, there's a specific program called bright thinker, which I think is supposed to be the catch all for everybody to use. Mm-hmm. And they are all integrated into that, sure. but it's a problem when they have their own things going on. So you are going into this program in order to go into this program. You're going into that second program in order to go over here and do this. Mm-hmm. And it gets a bit complicated. Like I'm behind in some work just because I didn't know it was there. Uh, oh just because of all, some of the hoops I have to go through to find it. Um, and I have to keep like contacting my teachers about attendance and stuff like that. They, the attendance thing is interesting because you have to do one of three things is what was outlined. They sent out like an email or something. Mm-hmm. They said, you have to log into this bright thinker program and log into whatever class you are going into in that time frame. Okay. In order to, counted present because they can check if you have logged into that sure and they can check if they put like a google classroom link in that program they can check see if you logged into google classroom Uh and so they know if you're there and i say in that time frame i just mean like the time frame of the school day it actually doesn't matter i can check into my sixth period as soon as i get home after second and attendance be good for that day okay Or, or my third at like right before I go to work in the afternoon and it be counted for the rest of the, for the day. Um, but it's not like, they're not really strict. It's just kind of like check in once a day and you'll be counted here. Okay. The other two things are just, uh, they made them sound like they were separate. They use different terminology for both, but it was like, it was just do your work. Okay. Do your work and you're counted present because you can tell, we can, we can see that we did it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's worked for me, mm-hmm. but I definitely see how it wouldn't work for everybody. Yeah. 
Uh, and I, I mean, I enjoy it just because I'm like at home. So one, I am not as much at risk of like getting something. Sure. Absolutely. Two, I'm an introvert, so I don't have to be around people. Yeah. Which, uh, is, which is always good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then three, if I want to like go get Whataburger, I can go get Whataburger and that's fun. Yeah. Just uh, do your statistics while you're munching on a. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I, if I have, um, you know, if I can afford to and I, it's my lunch hour and whatever, cause that it, I don't exactly know what the lunch period situation is, but like if I, you know, it's like a whole hour between all three lunch periods or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think just in my next class. Heck yeah. I don't do that a lot just because I usually have food here, mm-hmm. but, um, but it's nice. It is enjoy Like I do enjoy that part of it. Um, and it kind of makes me think if enough people say that they may not go back, like they may just give that option every year, no matter COVID or what, um, which is a lot I've had, but I don't know if they're going to do that. Which is a conversation we've actually had in the past because we were thinking, you know, once this, once everybody gets acquainted with this online, you know, situation, it may be a permanent change. Yeah. Is it going to be, is it going to be easier to just stick with it? Just because people are already used to that. Still, I don't know because, you know, I, <laughs> at first we thought, you know, there are some people that are going to like this more than in-person classes. And then, I haven't met and a that's single. Definitely, that's definitely true because yeah. I know a couple of that are online and they are not not vibing with it. Right now, <laughs> but the thing is, is I haven't met a person that has enjoyed their education since <laughs> this this all happened. At least at the college level. Me neither. Yeah. Of course not. I haven't met a person since that has enjoyed their education since enjoyed their education since like 2014, but that's the fact. Yeah, okay. That's yeah. That, that, <laughs> that is a valid point. Um, so my last question specifically about the COVID thing, um, and this is just more of like my inkling brain because I love education policy and I love just accommodating students and making, you know, things accessible. There's that door again. Uh, <laughs> uh, I digress. Um, <laughs> Are they so for 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 the students who can't afford things like because obviously you have you have a laptop and stuff that I'm assuming wasn't provided to you by the school right this is my own um, they they are for people who go into online mm-hmm. they do have a, a lot of uh, Chromebooks and stuff like that where you can check one out from the library and uh, and then you can take that home with you and you can do your schoolwork on that. Okay. So they are pretty accommodating in that, in that regard, uh, equipment wise, like it, the get your Chromebook, log into it with your school email. It has all your programs and stuff on there. There are certain things you can't do on there, mm-hmm. but that's to be expected. I mean, it's right. a school tool, so you're not, it's going to be locked down a little, but that's, I mean, that's makes sense. Um, but yeah, they are, for people who can't afford it, they are helping out with, uh, with and stuff like that. And um, for people who don't have like any possible internet or something like that, mm. a pretty couple. Like we, do you know about Sutherlands? We have this place that used to be where Kmart is uh, in town, uh, called Sutherlands, and it's like this, uh, like 
almost like a Home Depot, right? Yeah. Every time I go to Whataburger, I always look over there and I'm like, one of these days, I'm going to be brave <laughs> enough to go venture in. But <laughs> <laughs> I've been once and I was just like, cool. It's all <laughs> what I expected and I'm not going to mind. I'll see y'all later. Uh, but they actually had this thing going and I don't know if they're still doing it, but like at the beginning of the year, no, this was end of last year when that when the COVID stuff was really picking up and school just like shut down, right? Mm-hmm. They you were able to go and sit in the parking lot and would have like a Wi-Fi signal for the parking lot where you could actually go and do your schoolwork in there if you needed to. So that was actually like a really cool thing that they did, and I don't know if they're keeping that up, but uh, but so I mean that's so cool. I love that. It is cool, right? I, I really appreciated it because it was kind of random because I was like, people just moved in. What do you Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you do something Walmart? Uh, but yeah, they, it, it was, that was a cool thing that they did. I haven't heard about any other uh, places doing it like that. Of course, again, you know, you have places like McDonald's, which always have free Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, you, you walk up to the counter there's a lot of ways to get kicked out of McDonald's. Like, and they'll, they'll get they'll get pretty upset with you. You walk up to the counter and you're like, "Can I use your Wi-Fi?" And they're like, "Okay, that's strike one." But yes. And then you walk up and you're like, "Cactus Jack sent me." <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> "Get out, leave." I would like uh, Travis Scott Burger with sickle nut. <laughs> sickle I had to look. Up was I? Me and uh, me and Harley. Uh, which to anybody who doesn't know who Harley is, he's just a mutual friend who's like, uh, he's like me, but taller. Um, that's about it. Uh, <laughs> How do you looking explain? it up. Yeah. Sorry. And, and we were, what is, what is this burger about? <laughs> Apparently all it is, is it's just a quarter pounder with bacon. Yeah. And like, I'm just like, why is it a big deal? What's the issue? I could have gotten this a week ago. And then it was called the Cactus Jack. And we were like, what's Cactus Jack? And we looked up and it was some wrestling announcer from like a long time ago. We were like, this doesn't relate. Explain. And before we learned, it was like a song. And oh, we were a... so confused. Like, apparently it's a song, right? And apparently it's like, you know, my name is Slim Shady. It's like Travis Scott is Cactus Jack. Oh, I see. I didn't understand that until today. I, man, I'm so out of touch. I, it keeps happening. Like, I I don't have TikTok. I know you have TikTok, right? Yeah. I have TikTok. Yeah. I'm on the worst side of TikTok. Oh, my God, man. What? <laughs> the, worst, the one that's just, like, the dumbest videos you could possibly, like, conjure from your imagination. I mean, sometimes... But, but I like it. Sometimes you need you know, that. Yeah. That's just my entertainment, I guess. The thing is, is, like, I'm... My mom is like, in the next room because she heard me say that <laughs> i uh i never thought you know i, I thought i was always going to be hip like i always you know watch my teachers and i was like man they just they don't get it there's some they sort of disconnect know. yeah and and i'm i'm going home and i'm talking to my sister marley and you know i'm visiting with her and she's like trent look at this tiktok and it's sub obscure meme with five levels of understanding and you have to know you have to like reach deep into like the the 2000 and t- like 
before 2010. You're yes. like, where did this come from? And she's like, it's so funny. And I was like, yes, it's hilarious. I'm just mad that y'all are capable of being funnier than I am. <laughs> like, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sucks. <laughs> there, it almost gets to a point where it's just like things that aren't funny are now. Yes. Just because of what level of irony we're at. Because every year we go down the level. It's like VeggieTales when they predicted meme culture. Yeah. You see, have you seen that video? I think the, I've seen that. I think I've seen that. The weed eater video. If It's just the funniest thing because it's just like, uh, you know, memes are just inside jokes on a global scale. <laughs> That's true. I've never yeah. really thought about that. Oh my gosh. Dude, meme culture. Oh. That, that's got to be a major one of these days, like internet culture. Like, if I go into like, if I go into a gas station at like another town, maybe like a bigger town, and I just, my phone rings, and for some reason it's Megalovania, somebody's going to know. Yeah, exactly. Somebody's going to know. He's like, hey, uh, uh, yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> um, so just to backtrack a little bit more, just to sort of wrap up our discussion about school, um well well two questions one's one's a little on the serious not really serious side but it's more of a just like yeah okay and then there's a exciting question um we'll begin with the vegetables before the dessert um of your classes you know is there anyone that sticks out to you like is it is it interesting in any way does it relate to you know covid in any way like is, is it piquing your interest especially right now um so let me go through this. So I have business info management, which is just a class about using Microsoft programs. <laughs> which is and they don't pretend to be anything other than that. Yeah. So I can um, English for nothing to say there. Sure. I don't have a math class because for my major that I want to go into, I don't need any other math. Well. I don't need any other math class that is being offered. So okay. I was going to take statistics. I fully chose not to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, I, my government class is, hasn't really said anything. I hate it. I really don't like, I really don't like that class. Not be, not necessarily because of any one specific thing, mm -hmm. just like the online college class format where it's just like, Hi, I'm your professor. Here's an intro note. I'm not going to see you or talk to you for the rest of the year. And I'm just <laughs> going to do it. By okay. Yeah, that's, and yeah. I've been kind of, not going to lie, struggling with that one, but it is what it is. Um, and I don't, I think, I think that's it. Because mm -hmm. I have, no, I, no, yeah, that's pretty much it. Because I have my, um, a class called career prep, which is just, if you want to be in the work program where you get your last class period off in order to go to your job, you have to be in this class. And it's not a hard class, it's kind of basic stuff about just jobs and operating a business and stuff like that. Just your entry level stuff to bit like the business ecosystem. I think and it's not difficult, but it's not interesting either. Yeah. I think that's still a great thing. Like, it seems like schools are becoming a little bit more woke in the sense that they're they're becoming self aware that uh, some of the stuff they're teaching people don't 
necessarily need and they're not i agree i mean like we still don't know how to do our taxes or balance a checkbook so we, we I have no. so or like apply for a loan for a car or anything like that um yeah so so we're we, we've got a little bit to go on that front but you know i, I think that's awesome still because they're still preparing you to go into the work industry and like industry and stuff like that. So oh, yeah, yeah, I really yeah. appreciate that, which leads me sort of to my, the other point I wanted to make. It's a real shame. My favorite class is jazz band. J- jazz band. Oh, jazz is so good. Sorry. Okay. I dropped out of statistics so I could do jazz. Band. <laughs> like statistics. I don't want that. You mean I can play jazz? Yes. Dude. The thing is, is sometimes jazz is math in disguise. So, really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I realized that drum set is difficult for me because my feet don't agree with each other. Oh yeah, man, that's a that's a whole thing, um, and that's a different podcast for a different time. I think. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, maybe mine. Um, but just to sort of talk, yeah, maybe we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll uh, get to that, yeah. So. Uh, to to sort of touch on government class for a second, it's a it's a real shame. Like the the little bit that I learned about government, I didn't really it wasn't really tangible to me. Like it's so yeah. much more interesting to like whenever I got to college, especially in an env- environment where lots of the students are involved in activism and lots of the faculty even mm. maybe have ties to activism and right. they're they're involved in political advising and things like that. Those political science classes, those government classes, and even history classes, stuff like that, they become, excuse me, a lot more just tangible. And because I'm around, you know, I can understand. Yeah. Because I'm around folks and, you know, people that are involved, it makes it a lot more real, if that makes sense. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I think the government class mostly is hard for me because well it's just that like it's super at this stage at least it's almost not relevant so i can't like you said it's not tangible necessarily like it's just history stuff about like the origin of american government and stuff like that mm-hmm. about how like our founding fathers wrote the constitution what's in article 17 of this you know yeah and i don't know <laughs> federalism who wrote this law 200 years ago that doesn't exist anymore? Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I made a 42 in my government exam. I, it, I, it's, it's a rough class. Maybe it'll get easier mm-hmm. if it gets more, as it advances in history, maybe it'll get a more, a little bit more like I'll know what's going on because yep. I can see it. Uh, so hopefully that'll help out. It'll, it'll get exciting in November. I feel, um, Oh yeah, I'm sure. Hopefully. Oh, probably get excited. It's we had a we actually had an assignment uh, last week where we had to write um, as a group. We had to get like a group together. We had to write a small little kind of mini essay. It was really just a paragraph about um, something happening current events wise in politics and whatever, mm-hmm. and about how it related to I think either the Constitution or federalism and. Uh, me and a couple of our mutual friends got together and we did that. And that was, we wrote it about, uh, about the BLM situation. Sure. 
And just because that's, you know, relevant, yeah. it's like constitution says something about, um, you know, what was it that we said? It, it was just like, even law enforcement is responsible for, you know, held to the same standards or something like that. Sure. So, you know, that was a good, uh, like a good, easy topic to write about just because it's definitely current. Right. And relevant. Mm. It's, yeah. Definitely something that requires a lot of thought and a lot of, oh, yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Um, and to sort of switch gears, just one more little bit, wrapping up, sort of talking about school. Um, there's a rumor going around about you uh, that you're, you're running for homecoming queen. Is that? <laughs> is that... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> homecoming queen 2020, 2021. So uh, can, you, can you talk a little bit about that? Like what? <laughs> I have no idea how this started. I really, <laughs> you asked me the question and I have to answer no. I cannot talk. I don't know what's going on. I remember talked about Harley and he was just like, you're going to be homecoming queen. I was like, absolutely brother, let's do it. And then he was like, I'm going to make it happen. I was like, okay. Some, Cause, you know, they send out these ballots where you have to, I think homecoming queens are nominated. Um, where you have to like write down names from girls in your grade or whatever, and then nominate them. I think I can't fully remember. I never really sure. paid attention. Mm -hmm. But we've been putting my name on the ballot every year, every single year. And Harley's like, if everybody does it, what will they do? That's true. So I'm gonna get everyone to do it, and then it'll happen. And I told him, if you get it to happen, I'll fully like wear a dress. I'll go out there. I don't. I'll ride in the car. I don't care. Yeah, man, I'll, for sure. I'll, I'll fully be all in on it. That sounds like the most fun thing we can get to happen. Well, I think that's great. I I can't wait to see you be queen. You know, um, it's gonna. Yeah, I mean, it it has to at this point, right? Like, it has to. Um, it's my time has been over. It's long overdue. Yeah, you know, my time is. I think I've been, you know, trying to be a queen of something for the last few years. You know, 2020 may not be so bad at the end, <laughs> at the end of all this. If I get to be queen, yeah. I'm happy. If you get a crown out of it, yeah, man, for sure. It was either that or a uh, or yucca. Yeah, oh, for sure. Me. Yeah. Via yucca. Yeah. For sure. So <laughs> we've covered, we've covered a little bit here and there. Um, if it's okay with, yeah, dude, I'm hitting puberty. What of it? Uh, if, wow. if it's all right with you, um, I was going to ask if we could take just a quick break uh, and then we'll come back and we'll, we'll hop back on, on some topics. Um, some things that we, we still need to discuss. You mentioned the work program, so we'll have a little chat about that. Um, cause I'm interested in what you do. And I think the company that you work for is really cool. We'll talk a little bit more about Sweetwater culture. Um, and maybe, uh, you know, if you if you want to stay there in the future, what you want to do in the future, you know, what what yeah, sort of job? That's, that's fun for me to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And then the family, of course, and yeah, I'm really excited yeah, to hear yeah. about that. So, for sure, yeah. that's fun to talk about too. Heck yeah! So good vibes so far. Uh, we will be 
right back in about five five or so minutes. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Call it. Well, it's seven forty-four for me. You want to call it at seven fifty? Seven. Yeah, seven fifty. All right. Sounds good. Talk to y'all in a little bit. Cactus Jack is back. <laughs> the return. The return of Cactus Jack. <laughs> it's still funny. I think to me. Don't. When he posts YouTube videos, of this, or I don't know if it posts automatically. When you post, when you post the the video of this, do not. Um, there's a dog. Do not. Is a puppy? You want to? Should I put her on the? Thing? Absolutely. Yeah. No, get out of here. Only one. Come here. Just don't. She goes not. Doesn't like. Oh. Um, camera shy. Yeah. But when you post the video, don't post it as episode four Andrew Amy. Just just put it the return of Cactus Jack. <laughs> the return of Cactus Jack. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody who wants just tunes in after. Like, who did? What? Gotta watch this. This is like a narrative. <laughs> It's a uh, it's that clickbait, clickbait we're going for. That's funny. I love it. So we've talked about a lot. Uh, we talked about your your homecoming bid. Uh, we talked about <laughs> my uh, my campaign. Yeah, your campaign uh, stuff like that. So next next, I sort of want to talk about uh, what you do for a living, how you're getting by, how you're making that money, stuff like that. Um, okay. So what do you do? So I work at a place called Love the Measurements. Mm-hmm. And what we do, uh, what the company does, is we put together uh, equipment to detect radiation. You know, it's like the whole thing. Radiation, uh, we have a lot of medical contracts. We have a lot of uh, government contracts, stuff like that. Just because um, but anything that involves, uh, you know, radiation or whatever, we are typically suppliers to whatever field that is. There was actually a fun little Easter egg. Um, yeah, have you seen the newest Ghostbusters movie? Yes, yeah. The one with um, the four women. I can't yes. remember any of the names. <laughs> the, 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 cool, the cool Ghostbusters movie. Not that the old one wasn't cool. It's just, it's a different kind of cool. Like, it's like the the newer. I just remember it's cool because Chris Hemsworth was the bad guy. <laughs> it's a it's a nice change of pace. Yeah, change of pace. Um, but yeah, if you watch that movie closely, there's one scene where they're just like showing a table because there's something they're looking at. There's a Lovelace instrument there because apparently they're we sold one to Hollywood or something. I don't know. That was before my time, of course, because that movie came out like a four years ago or something like that. Yeah. Just a fun little Easter egg. If anybody was, you know, curious, like it's a pretty, I mean, not a billion dollar company or anything, but I mean, I mean, it's, we have, uh, I think we have, we have an office in England. I think it's in London. That's so cool. Not a hundred percent on that. Y'all, y'all also have a lot of ties. Um, so something Sweetwater does before uh, before they send you out into the into the work field, uh, they have you do like pretty standard thing. Like obviously, like you have to get your diploma and stuff. You got to pass right. all your classes. Uh, right. They they are they still requiring y'all to do community service to graduate? I don't know. See, I'm in NHS, so I just do it kind okay. of naturally. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent 
working on that. Okay. Um, so I had community service hours that I, you know, turned in, put in, stuff like that. Uh, and so there's that. And then something else that they do um, is they they have senior interviews for English 4. I don't know if they oh, still do that yes. or not, but you have that to I look forward to. Actually. So, and even you, I don't know if they'd be doing that this year. Either. Right. Yeah. Well, oh, I don't, I didn't know if they did it last year or not either. That would have been interesting. I didn't but. know about it. I also didn't have too many. I don't, I didn't, I mean, I was friends with like two right. seniors last year. Right. Last class, two but essentially, in essence, what it is, is uh, you have, um, you have a bunch of local companies that partner with uh, the school and they send one of their um, hiring managers uh, to come do mock interviews with um, with students, and they get you know critiqued on 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 their resume on your resume. Um, you get uh, critiqued on your attire, your uh, professionalism, stuff like that. And it was very very beneficial. Um, and I, in order to do that, I was applying for a job, I think on the assembly line, uh, just like what you're doing for yeah. Ludlum, Ludlum measurements. Uh, and in order to do that, one of the things was, because uh, one of the interview questions they may ask you is, what do you know about our company? To see if you've like, like done your research and, you know. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. And so y'all actually have a few different, like, companies that are under Ludlums, like Elgin. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we have Elgin, we have, um, all of the others are slipping my mind as soon as I started yeah, that. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, Elgin. <laughs> but we do, we do have a couple uh, that I can't think of right now, but that kind of, you know, goes around with uh, our products for different different things. Like maybe one is a subsidiary for like materials and stuff like that. Yeah. We have another one for, for another part of the process. And But yeah, we have a few different, uh, there are a few different, I don't want to say we have, I only say we have because I work there. Yeah. It's not like I'm like, you, you know, making stock. decisions or anything. Yeah. I go in for three hours a day and I put stuff together. That's so cool. Um, it's honestly a really great, uh, a really great uh, high school job, mm -hmm. but I'm definitely like privileged to have it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not like a thing I necessarily like. I have it because my mom works there. Right. Okay. And so it was like, she got, you know, they, they do that for any, you know, high school age relative of a person that works there. Sure. Uh, for the summer though, usually. Mm -hmm. So I worked there like during the school year. Cause I worked out to deal with my boss. He was like, okay, I need you to have a certain number of hours each week, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so it, it, it's worked out so far. Like, it, I mean, the hours work for me. Yeah. Uh, I definitely don't get as paid as much as I would in any other job, mm -hmm. uh, like a, like a food service job, like I would probably get, um, you know, I would get paid twice, you know, every two weeks and I would get, you know, probably not as much proportionately, but I would be getting more hours because I'd be required to work more. Right. I've also figured out though, that that's like the pay, if the job is good enough, the pay borderline doesn't matter like yeah you have to meet Which your is needs. exactly what i was thinking yeah right i was like so i have i can pay for car insurance i can pay for you know everything i need to mm -hmm. and still have my, a little bit of money left for sure each week or whatever mm -hmm. uh i may need or want that week and 
and the hour like the hours are just great if i finish my homework especially online school mm-hmm. because if i finish my homework early bam just go to work at like 2 30 and then i'm working until Heck six yeah get some get some and, hours. yeah because i uh based on the career prep class and the uh like mandate from my boss i have to or my boss said i have to work at least 10 hours a week mm-hmm. Just because I was working from like four to six last year, but now I'm in the work program thing. I worked three to six was the original deal because I didn't know exactly when the last period was. Right. But apparently it's like two starts at like two three three or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I can just go in, like at like leave at two, and then I'm at work and I work till that's like four, almost four hours a day. Uh, that's not like uh, that doesn't happen every day, mm-hmm. of course. I. Uh, just different things will happen. Maybe like today I left earlier so I could do this. Sure. And, uh, which thank you. By the way. Yeah, of course I was, ex- I was very excited and I'm glad I'm doing it. Sure. Uh, and you know, other times I'll have more work than, or other things to do that I wasn't expecting. So I'll have to go into work a little later, right. but as long as I'm there by three, it's not a problem. And I've never missed that. So we've, we've visited a little bit about this before, but whenever I worked as a road hand for um, Texas Department of Transportation, like yes. the, the work was, was a little rough from, from time to time just because it was just it was strenuous, like it was hot, you were on the road. Um, right. You could die. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's Risking all. life and limb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But seriously, road work is very scary. I'm very I, lucky that I was. No, I, I don't doubt it. Yeah. I would be terrified to do it uh, just because it's like, you know, you're on a highway, all these cars are going by. They you don't. Know, any one mistake. Yeah, it's it's scary. Uh, that's, a <laughs> again, a different podcast for a different time. Uh, but, you know, it, it was all that. Like, I could I could sleep easy at the end of the day because – like whenever I would get back to the office, um, I just had the greatest time shooting the breeze with the other workers. Because, oh yeah! Like working class people are some of the funniest people <laughs> I've ever met Absolutely. in my entire Absolutely. life. Absolutely. So I'll, they, um, the people up at Ludlam's too—that's another thing I can definitely compliment the company about. Yeah. Which I think all around. I think it's a good, I think it's an ethical company. I think it's a good company to work for. Mm-hmm. I, you know, we make machines that help people and we have good people working for us and good communication on the part of like the CEO and stuff like that. Right. About policies and stuff like that, especially related to COVID. I think we've been handling it pretty well. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, never a hundred percent, but as, as good as we can, I think it's been going pretty good. Um, and it's just, it's just a good place to be, you know, a lot of the people there are like really good people that are just fun to be around Mm -hmm. and are easy to work with. I will ask, does any story come to mind? Like, uh, that maybe you can share that's just like the funniest day that you've had or something like that. Cause I can think, I can't really think of one off the top of my head. I'm not really sure. It's it's more like it's less like really funny events that happen and more just like you're having a good time being around these people. You know what I mean? I get that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which is always good because at that point, as long as you're making enough to get by it, it becomes 
it doesn't it doesn't feel like a job to some extent i just remember i think one thing that happened that was more scary than anything uh we had to clean out the top floor of the building my dad works in which is like their uh heavy machinery building okay and there was this like conveyor belt um that me it took like me and like six other guys up there to be moving all this stuff out we had to take these these like old theater chairs for the theater on broadway mm-hmm. back to the theater because they were gonna i don't know what they were gonna do with them but for some reason we had them <laughs> and so we were gonna um take them back and it was like the worst process of getting them down from the top floor with this conveyor belt mm-hmm. like we had to have people like like they put like wood under it for some reason mm-hmm. and then they like we were moving them down and then we had to fully back in like a trailer like it the theater chairs on there then drive over to the theater put get them in there and i remember we had a ladder we got a ladder out to position the chairs right and i think there was a guy on the ladder and as he was getting it he like got on the conveyor belt to like really because it was like going crazy right so he got on the conveyor belt to like fix it to keep it steady right Uh he i think he likes like he saw it going bad so he like stood up and went to the side the chairs fully fell off the conveyor belt and broke the ladder oh my god it was like from from all right and it was just like a row of like six or seven chairs it's like falling off and it just like right on the ladder and everybody was like it wasn't me (laughs) yeah that could have been bad that's when you go to the whiteboard and you're like zero days without an accident (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy but the thing is is like it's those it's those hard jobs that give you the funniest stories like and they're, they're not they're not memorable per se, but they're always just like, for instance, I was out patching potholes with, um, with some, uh, some of the transportation guys. And, um, the thing is, is the things you find on the side of the road are like crazy. Like, especially in Texas. I don't, I, I, Oh yeah. yeah. I don't doubt that at all. So we, we, we do these things called rubber runs where, uh, we, we take a trailer, um, with a pickup and we get a couple guys in a vehicle and we just go and we pick up all the um, tire rubber from blowouts from cars because people just leave them on the side of the road. And so that's right. that's our job. We got to go take care of that so people don't, you know, die. Uh, so um, we also the ones who get like like roadkill and stuff like that off the road. That and different podcasts. <laughs> I can't. Different podcasts. Yes. Got it. Yeah, but uh, yes, I've 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 picked up a lot of. Oh my God, Andrew! I it's That's, it's pretty gnarly, man. Um, but to answer your question, yes, that that does happen. Um, but I digress. We'll we'll just be going along, like you know, like picking up rubber, and yeah. we'll be like, I remember I saw this because those grasshoppers. There's a lot of oxygen out in West Texas, and those grasshoppers get like big. They're huge. Oh yeah. And so I went down to grab a piece of rubber, and I look, and in the middle of the road. There's just a grasshopper just eating another grasshopper. <laughs> and I'm like. Survival of the fittest. I was like, Tim, come take a look at this. And Tim's like, huh. We're looking at it. He's just like, Nick, come take a look. <laughs> come take a look. <laughs> we're like, it's a grasshopper eating another grasshopper. <laughs> 
it's just I don't know. And and those those sorts of moments sort of make a good work atmosphere. It's just like, man, can oh, yeah. you believe it? So I'm glad everybody yeah, was okay. It would my be, most fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Would be no, a different everybody story. was fine. Yeah. We had to get a new ladder. Oh yeah. But you know, my most fun uh, work experiences have been when it's like a group of people having to do stuff. Cause mostly what I do is like, you know, like I said, it's assembly. So I just get some parts, put them together, mm. send it to the next area, which is mainly, I mean, mostly self-contained within the department. Sure. Like it's just sure. like me at a desk with a bunch of tools and if I need some extra parts or whatever, I go uh, to the where to the warehouse and get them out, check them out, whatever. If I need tools or whatever, I go to my supervisor. Hey, I need some. Right. It's, and you know, there will be sometimes if we get a job that's like two hundred something, whatever, then we'll have like four people working on it, different stages of the process and stuff like that. So sure, but. But yeah, the most fun things are like the big things that you do with like a team of people that uh, are really just like the the story moments, you know. It's, it's so fun. It's so fun. It, yeah. Do you so the work itself? Like, obviously, sometimes you you find yourself doing odd jobs, like taking tables, <laughs> or sorry, not tables, chairs. You know, back to where yeah. they're supposed to be. Um, but like the work itself do you enjoy it or is it like just to pay the bills or is it is it good to get by you know no i like it mm -hmm. i i don't i don't see myself doing it for the rest of my life by any means mm -hmm. but that's just because i think of personal ambition and stuff like that yeah but i uh i do i do like it it's easy to work through um where i listen to podcasts yeah that's what you it was just at my, I'm just at my desk and they're just like, yeah, you can have headphones, but leave one out. And so I just chill at my desk. I'm doing, putting stuff together. It's, it's all, honestly, when I'm fully going to school and dealing with all the other responsibilities I have to do, I go to work and I get like an easy job because it's not difficult. Anybody can do it. It's not hard. I get like an easy job, start a podcast or whatever. It's the most relaxing part of my day. Sort of cathartic too, yeah. It is very cathartic. Cool, man. Now you said you didn't want to do this for the rest of your life, you know. But so, what do you see yourself? You know, where do you where do you want to go after you graduate? What do you want to do? Well, the the plan is that I'm going to go to college for uh, uh, computer science, more specifically. Um, like programming and game design and sure. stuff like that. Yeah. Cause I wanted, that's what I want to do for a living is make video games, uh, design them, you know, write for them, whatever. Mm -hmm. And of course I'm going to, if I'm going to do that of my own, I'd like to preferably start my own indie company and stuff like that. Yeah. I have some ideas in the works, but that would, that's going to take, you know, team of people yeah. and other ideas and, uh, the actual skill to do that so programming and stuff like that right. um and i think that's like the major area if it doesn't work out if i decide maybe i don't like this mm -hmm. no matter what i want to be in an entertainment field right mm -hmm. i think that's definitely the goal um it was one of the reasons i started uh 
I'm good. You know, we're going to start um, our podcast, uh, which we'll talk about in a bit. Yeah. But anything where I'm able to, like, I guess, be entertaining to somebody else is just my element, I mm-hmm. feel like. And it's it's just it's enjoyable for me because I like I like getting reactions from stuff because people genuinely enjoy stuff. Because I I mean that's typically my almost like my therapy in a way. Yeah. Is just to go and like play a video game mm-hmm. and just like chill and just hang out with that and be self-contained in a in a story and be able to experience that. Uh and then, you know, talk to other people about it and be like, yeah. and that's just fun for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like therapeutic because it's just relaxing. I can fully take myself out of whatever I'm dealing with. And I want to give that back. You know, I want to, I want to be that kind of good. Uh, it's not, it's definitely not the most direct way to be helpful uh, right. to the world, mm-hmm. but I think, I mean, it, it helps me a lot, yeah. you know, Indeed. it's so I've thought about other things. Um, if that doesn't work out, like maybe something music related, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I really love music, all genres of music. Um, I am a big nerd for a lot of things. <laughs> so at one point I was like, I'm going to be an author. And I was like, no, it doesn't sound, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I want to write like 300 pages for bringing, uh you know, that just being like my career is right. just like some of the people that do that. They're, you know, banking on like one book for the rest of their lives. And that sounds kind of good uh, money-wise, but it's like, I think I kind of even, no matter what I do, I feel like I'm going to move around. You know what I mean? I see that. Yeah. Like, I don't see myself being necessarily content with any one career field at a time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm going to go do game development. And then later I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to, or a band yeah. um think something about- like that my most my most recent one is like comic book writer okay because yeah. i'm like I'm a huge you know nerd for all things comic books and i've started uh peeking into that industry more and i think that would be that would be a really fun and you uh, know how do. you know how vinyl has made like this huge comeback recently too oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah i i sort of see that happening to some extent with well, comics in general, comics are making a comeback because there are some really I'm clever. Yeah, there are some really clever people uh, making a lot of yeah. clever comments. Uh, and oh yeah. As they move from the medium, uh, from newspapers, and sort of start branching out, and you can find them in other locations like like Twitter. <laughs> uh, like I yeah yeah I, yeah. I probably retweet everybody who follows my Twitter. I probably retweet a lot about comics and stuff because I that's one of the like things I'm passionate about. The super like superhero nerd i'm wearing a flash shirt right yeah, now man I, uh but like i, I it, it's crazy how how big it is they made like 2.1 billion dollars last year or something like that People... for, for an industry like that is insane yeah just because it's mostly small teams working on stuff it's right. mostly teams of like thick people right each one with a different job and it's like they're the ones that are doing it so it's billion, it's like, yeah, million, or uh, movies make like 30 billion or something in a year. Right. But it's it's also a bigger industry with more moving parts. And a a bigger team. And a bigger team. Way bigger team. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. Like, not just the the comic industry, but rather the 
the the entire entertainment industry. Oh like, yeah, super industry put together. Like I just say, I just say, video game is like first choice just because it's it's, it's bigger than everything else. Yeah, you know, there's so many people in there and so many new things coming out of it every year. It's it's the it's the biggest entertainment industry. You know, it makes more than movies, makes more than comics, makes more than books. Uh, TV shows, whatever. It's the biggest one just because of the nature of how profitable some of those systems are. And how just hands-on it is too. Like you oh, can yeah. you can dance to music, you can you can make your own music, you can do covers and stuff, but like it's it's weird because video games sort of put you in a different world and that sort of Especially with uh with like VR being a big thing now. Oh yeah. Where it's like you are literally the thing. So, so here's my thing. People really underestimate the value of entertainment. And a lot of people, no, so I don't want to make the generalization because like a lot of people say like video games, bad, like, of course, like <laughs> anything, any, anything that you have too much of is, is going to be bad. So like in moderation, oh, yeah. of course, like all, all entertainment, all that applies across the board to like substance, you know. Yeah, anything. Any, anything. Even I'm water. eating a bag of chips. I'm eating a bag of chips currently. <laughs> if I eat this whole bag, if I eat this whole bag right now, that's bad. You don't want to do that. All right. Make your. You don't want to do that. Make your heart ruffle. Not even. <laughs> it's not talking about the chips. It's talking about if you eat too much. It's a warning. Um, it's, don't do it. <laughs> this, was a public, this was a public service announcement. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Don't too many references. So um, the thing about it is, is people people need that because they need not necessarily a distraction, but they need that sort of, it's it's a different form of therapy for a lot of people in a way. Um, I think uh, what, I mean, the best word I've, I've heard to describe it is escapism. Sure. That some, you know, Cause I mean, that's technically what it is. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't, I, I see you kind of go like shirt. Like I don't necessarily like the word either because it sounds kind of, yeah, sounds kind of in a way elitist. <laughs> yeah. Like, like escaping reality. It's like you're not tuned in. It's like maybe I don't want to be for like an hour. <laughs> it it does have a net negative, you? Con- yeah, negative connotation that sort of it carries with it. But like the thing is, is one, people need that. Two, it does bring people together. And it does oh, sort absolutely. of soothe tensions to some extent, and it gives people a reason to come together. And if you're so, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a MythBuster, right? Like that was one oh, of my, yeah. that was that one of my dream dope. jobs. Uh, and yeah. if you talk, if you talk to Adam Savage, he's a he's an engineer at heart, and he loves making things. Right. He absolutely loves making things, and. Uh, right. Santana is the exact same way, and I'm I'm picking up a lot, you know, from him, from people like Adam Savage, and I'm just I'm satisfying that you know maker part of me, you know, that's part of yeah. the reason why we're doing the podcast and stuff like that too. So the thing is, is the creative part needs to flow. Yeah, for sure. And so when you when you have an entertainment industry that's as big as this, when you have like all these job opportunities opening up when the indie uh, chunk of the entertainment industry is as big, big as it oh, yeah. is. Cause like, look at Toby Fox. 
Mr. Because the thing was, so this is not the first time we're actually mentioning Toby Fox on the stream. Because Toby Fox, for those of you who don't know, uh, is the person who wrote Undertale, which is the person uh, responsible for also right. composing. He did the music too. Oh my God. He, he is, is responsible. Crazy. Yeah. For a lot of meme culture. Because it's like, it's really one of the, he's responsible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some of the, like, I can look on any part of the internet. We'll see an undertow reference probably once a day. Yeah, absolutely. And the you thing know? is, is like, it brings a lot of people joy and it was, it was beautiful. Like he made artwork and he, and he put it. And a lot of people say like that, that game undertow is like a meme, right? Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a meme, but if you actually like, I've watched, I've never played it myself. Mm. I've watched videos and stuff. If you actually look into that game, it gets like heavy. It's so heavy. It's like it gets heavy. Yeah. And then also having some of the best music in that industry at the same time, which the core director of that game also composed, which is insane. So you have to think about the themes of that game. You have to think about the time that yeah. went into, you know, programming and thinking, you know, scripting all these individual pieces of dialogue. And all the work that yeah. went into it, he was the main driving force. He had a couple people on his team, but mainly it was Toby Fox, Toby Fox, Toby Fox. Uh, uh, yeah. And so the thing is, is we are primed right now, and we're sort of seeing a few Da Vinci's, you know, on the on the first thing, uh, on the first, you know, part of this. But I think we're primed for some sort of like entertainment renaissance, especially like on oh, the yeah. video games front. So. If we're not already in it right now, you know. I. Uh, I mean, we've definitely had, I can think of a few recent years where we've had some of the best, I mean, last year was not one of them. And I think because COVID kind of hit hard. So a lot of uh, developers and stuff have been pushed back. Um, you know, a lot of titles have been pushed back because of that type of thing. And a lot of them that have come out, maybe not as the quality as intended because they didn't, weren't able to get there in time. Right. That kind of sucks, but that's going to happen with, you know, any industries that's going through right now. Um, like, I mean, the place I work at, Ludlums, you know, we, we didn't shut down, but we've definitely had, we've definitely been hit by it. Yeah. So anywhere you work at is going to hit, but for entertainment, one that's not essential, you know, I mean, it's, it's going to be harder to get that out. That's a, that's another thing too. Um, the people who rely on sports for, especially like high school sports for like, um, revenue. Things like, um, because obviously that's a, that's where a big chunk of the school gets its funding, which, oh yeah, it sort of starts to make sense. As an aside, it sort of starts to make sense why schools care so much about football if it's such a big money magnet. Right, you know? they are. I guarantee, if our school closes down, they're gonna find a way to do football. Right, you know, yeah, if they have somebody to play. They're gonna get our team back out there because I mean, it's like a lot of our a chunk of our team was out because of covid they yeah. still are having a football game tomorrow it's so hard to it's so hard for them to survive economically if they don't you know um but, yeah. but not just then but a lot of the uh journalism mediums associated with football and high school sports so if you think about like uh k texas uh and their sports coverage you know they're essentially almost out of a job because they have no sports to cover yeah, or analyze. They mainly, if I turn the news on on any given night, it'll be something football. Even now, it's mm -hmm. just not a lot going on to cover, so they're just reiterating those. Right. And even, like, small companies that sometimes you forget about, like 96.7 KXOX, 
yeah. <laughs> you, you I never forget about them. They're always in the back of my mind. Yeah. Good times, great country. But the thing is, is when do most people listen to KXOX? That's a good point. When right. they are getting news about local sports, that's when my parent. That's a a big reason my parents listen to it. Also yeah. because they're in their forties and something, and they're they like country music. But yeah. I mean, good times, great country. That's not look. I just want to clarify: country music's cool. I like country music, guys. I like every genre of music. I'm just saying, typically, if you're on the older side, you're gonna gravitate more to country. Music. <laughs> yeah. You're back. Something I hard. know. I but but. If you were younger and like country music, I'm not saying anything bad about it because it's, it's a fun genre of music. For sure, for sure. <laughs> I didn't want to alienate a third of your audience right there. No, 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 no. <laughs> all, <laughs> all two of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, too long, didn't listen. Uh, in short, entertainment is important, and I'm glad you're yeah. you're going into that because you know it's oh, it's yeah, definitely it's be fun. It's high need. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, no matter, uh, you know, I already have, I feel like I already have like a stage to stand on just because of video games, comics, music, whatever mm-hmm. uh, I have to go into. I have ideas for all of those. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I have, if, like, if you gave me uh, the resources right now to do some of these things, I could start right now because I know what I want to do when I get there. Absolutely. Oh, that's so cool. Sorry. Yeah. It's just like maybe yeah. another thing, like another story for another podcast, but mm-hmm. maybe I can tell you some about those, some, some things about those later. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. So one of those yeah. projects you're actually working on, if you want to talk a little bit about that right now is because we had that conversation about starting a podcast and we originally thought it was going to be you and I perhaps. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but you you found another co-host, which works out better because they're not like 270 miles away. <laughs> right, and that's really the only issue. It'd be great uh, for you to be a core part of that, um, or for you to have been a core part of that. That would have mm-hmm. been fun too. Uh, and it would be you know amazing to have you on there at some point, maybe too. Yeah. Um, it'll be a, it'll be a different format, so maybe you can you know yeah. it won't be live, so maybe you could it'll be a little easier for. Uh, to kind of work around that for sure. um, i mean i do a lot i cut a lot out man <laughs> um so but, but yeah um me and uh we we hit that section of the covid of the quarantine and we were just like we've been wanting to do this forever let's start a podcast mm-hmm. uh so i bought this microphone for 40 dollars, <laughs> and i've had this computer and that's the extent of our equipment um no studio we just like film the we we have recorded our first episode mm-hmm. it's just an episode zero uh the probably should say what it's called um the podcast is called through story bro okay uh which is a phrase you hear a lot and that was kind of the thing behind it mm-hmm. the person who really came up with that was my uh co-host uh rachel who if y'all tune in y'all will get to hear her May God help you. Um, <laughs> guarantee Rachel heard that, and she's now on her way to my house she's, with a gun. No, she's um, she's just blaming Ryan for it. Don't worry. You're safe. <laughs> <laughs> but Ryan, you convinced him I was bad. <laughs> but 
so uh, yeah. so uh it's called true story bro uh what what I'll sort of stuff bro. are y'all planning really it's just I think the, the genre of podcast that me and her really broke into, and really I think what we're doing right now is just kind of like basic discussion on mm -hmm. current events and, you know, all the things and uh, just stories from our collective seven, uh, 30 something years on this earth. Sure. Which honestly, I can probably tell you she's probably more interesting than me. Well, she, uh, she's got a lot of good stories. She's got a lot of good stories. Uh, and y'all will get a sliver of that. We've already filmed our episode zero, which is just like the pilot episode. And it's not anything big. Mm -hmm. It's just telling you about like who we are, why we're here, what we're doing. And it's like the most disorganized nonsense. <laughs> sometimes so sometimes we, that's good. We have not posted it. It's still in the um, production you know, process. It's still, it's not out there yet. Sure. But hopefully we'll be getting there in the next. I'm not going to give a time frame. <laughs> I'm thinking about not going to say anything on that. Uh, but we're we're excited about it. We're glad we did it. Uh, and hopefully, you know, we can still your audience here and uh, and make them. So you know, if y'all enjoy the Scoping Air podcast, I cannot wait until you're disappointed by ours. <laughs> Well, so where can they find it if they if they want to be disappointed? So we are trying to get it. Um, we're trying to get it around uh, Spotify. Uh, probably Apple Podcasts will be a place. Sure. Um, and we're using a, a program called Anchor, which is geared towards uh, people who want to start podcasts sure. and who want to kind of. It's like a, almost like a tutorial app for mm -hmm. podcasting. Um, but we're trying to get it around to the main channels and stuff, the main places you listen to podcasts at, uh, there's no video for it, but we may, um, this is a, a hard, maybe I don't have anything concrete to tell you on this. Mm -hmm. There may be a YouTube version. Um, just cause that, I mean, that's a good, you know, other platform, mm -hmm. um, right yeah <laughs> uh so we may start like a youtube channel posting on there too that would maybe if we had a youtube channel that would maybe be fun for for other dumb stuff we decide to do um and so yeah that's that's what's going on there uh hopefully uh somebody enjoys it for sure man uh, again again the, the first episode you'll hear won't be anything special uh but Hopefully, future installments, installments, whatever. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, future apps will be will be a little more uh, entertaining and stuff like that for for the for everybody who wants to tune in. I'm assuming once it uh, goes, once it goes live, y'all can go y'all can go on my if you want to keep up to date with it, you can go on my Twitter. Yeah, um, that's what you were gonna say. Yeah, you know my Twitter, and that's I think it's linked right. Or yes, it's right there. On it's the it's right here. It's shaken. Okay. Awesome, okay. great. Cool. So if y'all go to my Twitter, uh maybe in like a couple hours, I'll I'll just like link Rachel and, and you know put her at in the in a tweet or something and and kind of get that around so wh whoever wants to can get both sides of that. Um 
but yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it and I'm excited to start that up and whatever it's going to turn into, it does. Heck yeah, man. You know? So, um, there's one more thing I sort of wanted to visit with you about tonight. Uh, and it's, you know, this, this podcast is all about, you know, gaining perspective and, um, I like visiting with people who, you know, have experienced something that maybe not a lot of people have or very few people, you know, get to experience. And you're actually the first father that I've gotten to visit with on the Scoping Error podcast. So yeah. Can you tell us, give us the deets? Youngest member of the Scoping Error guest list. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. That's also true. So two records. Um, You know, it's, I'm not going to pretend it's not difficult, right? Right. It's definitely hard to work with when you're, uh, when you're in school and you have a job and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so where do I start here? Yeah. Uh, hmm. Well, first tell us about, tell us about your baby, man. Yeah. Okay. So I have a great little baby boy named Isaac. Oh. Uh, he was born on January 7th earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just turned eight months old. Uh, so he's, he's, he's crawling around and everything. He's big. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy. So like first thought when we started this, when we were actually in the zoom call, I was like looking at myself and I'm like, wow, I look like that. I don't <laughs> like, I, I was like, I don't, I don't like the way that looks. Um, what do you mean? You look like that? Like you look like, I look like a frog with a beard. I don't like that. <laughs> and and so it was and so I was so happy when we actually like he was here, the baby was here. Mm-hmm. He's cute, right? There's so many ugly babies in the world. See he's cute. That's... If you think you're listening right now and you have a baby and you think your baby's cute, I want you to reevaluate. Get a second <laughs> opinion. I can honestly tell you right now, if you think your baby's cute, if you even have to stop and think for a second, you've got an ugly baby. <laughs> so so that's actually uh all jokes aside, you know babies that wasn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Babies, babies are not, you know, normally supposed to look like humans when they first come out. Oh no! They're no, like, no, no. have you ever seen a fresh puppy, like, yeah, just born? They look like Yeah, they look so weird. Same with kittens. Yeah. Same with pretty much any baby straight out of the womb from any animal of ever. Course. Um, no, yeah, he's he looked funky. But he was cute even <laughs> at that point, right? I mean, see, that's, even at that point, like, oh my god, he's cute. Yes. That's what, and, um, that's exactly what I was gonna say. I remember the first conversations I've had about Isaac was I was like, why, why does that baby not look like a normal baby? Like, he <laughs> looks way cuter than babies normally look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, so I should probably mention. So, my girlfriend Cregan <laughs> is the mother of Isaac, <laughs> and. uh she's amazing right and uh we've been together since middle school mm-hmm. and we are still together even after that yeah. so that's you know that's always great yeah right that's also like an unexpected 
high school occurrence is that the parents stay together. And um, it's all sunshine and roses, right? Like you'll never fight or anything like that? No, of course not. Never. Yeah. <laughs> I never want to commit violence ever. Never. never <laughs> yeah. um, so, but so, I mean, of course there, you know, logically there is going to be issues, parenting issues and stuff like that, but no, nothing that we're not able to work out. Right. Um, and that was actually the, that was actually the reason I started doing online school is because we didn't actually work out the daycare situation in time. Okay. Yeah. So, so I kind of started doing online in order to, uh, you know, watch him during the day. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can also get my schoolwork done, mm-hmm. but Cregan did the same thing. Like she also did online, uh, cause she decided, you know, both of us doing it, it'll just help out. Mm-hmm. Um, plus some of her family members help her watch him during the day right now like he uh, like she has him right now okay right um and he comes over to stay at my house on the on the weekends sure you know like when i can actually be around and mm-hmm. uh and and so you know it's a good it's a good system yeah. honestly it works out i think everybody's happy with it as you know as much as it we can be and um so and yeah i i just Back to the the hot the when he came out thing. Right. Uh, yeah, he was a cute baby, right? It was like a he was a funky monkey still because <laughs> I mean I didn't remember. Um, this is important to talk about too. I just remember the whole time she was pregnant, right? From the moment I found out to that point, mm-hmm. I was so terrified. Mm-hmm. So it was like an endless cycle of just like nervous breakdowns right sure terrible that a lot of people ask me what is worse having knowing the baby's coming like pregnant being pregnant mm-hmm. or having the baby definitely the pregnancy yeah <laughs> i'm sure she'll agree yeah definitely the pregnancy it was terrible mm-hmm. nobody i don't think i guarantee you that people that adults that plan the babies out hate the pregnancies i guarantee it there's, I can't think of a single good thing about it. <laughs> and um, she would agree. I'm not, you know, I'm not just going off. Like, but right. I, I think she would agree with me mm-hmm. that, that it was, I mean, cause we were both just nervous out of our minds and scared and stuff like that. And right. worried about future plans and stuff like that. But uh, why do I keep saying stuff like that? Whatever. <laughs> I, um, the nervousness never ended, right? It just like now we have like something like a baby, so it's like makes us happy now. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't the nervousness almost doesn't matter anymore because it's like nervousness about like what to like feed him and do we have diapers and stuff like that. Right. It's not. It's not like it's like the normal parenting nerves. It's right. not like how could, am I gonna my grades gonna suffer or whatever. Right. And you know I can honestly say it's been it's been good. And I think our situation has been better than any other or than most other um, teenage parents, just because we've had a lot of support from our families and stuff like that. Right. Um, so, again, um, so it's been easier for us specifically just because my parents are helping, you know, watch him and they're helping financially right. and her parents are doing the same. And yeah, I mean, it's honestly, 
I would say it's not as bad as people think, right? It's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, you had a baby in high school. You're yeah. going to ruin your life. Right. No, no. Just, it just I'm, If anything, I'm more motivated now. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a tangible in front of me. Mm-hmm. Like I have a baby, so I have a reason to, you keep know, a, even more motivation to keep going. Yeah. Right. I, I, and of course, he's the best ever, you know, I mean, Anybody with a kid listening, my baby's better than yours. I don't know how to tell you this, but my <laughs> I, I say that to everybody. I've told our band director, "You got a new baby? My baby's better." We'll <laughs> make our baby fight. I'll prove it. <laughs> um, Fighting babies. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's honestly fun. Uh, he's he's hilarious too. Um, babies he started. Are fun, Babies are funny, man. They're like a lot because they cry. And sometimes you're yeah. just like, why Stop. you do that? Yeah. <laughs> then you just like, yeah, sometimes I'll do Stop it, please. <laughs> it's midnight. Go to sleep. Um, so I do have he, a... I mean, he's a generally happy baby, so it works out. I do have a couple questions if that's okay. Yeah, of course. So do you think that's like the deciding factor, or one of the main key deciding factors, whether or not... Um, it it works out from that age is it support from the family like does that i definitely would think so yeah. i definitely would would say so just because people who don't have that support mm-hmm. are not going to have any way to you know support uh that baby right if they don't have the family if they don't have family support they're gonna you know usually what you see is if you have a baby you drop out of high school and you get a job right and you pray that you can find a daycare that has openings and stuff like that. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's really, really a deciding factor in whether or not things or how much things change. Yeah, I think that's really important. I'm happy to say I'm on the good end of that. But, yeah, yeah I, I, as far as that goes, I think I definitely have it easier than most. Sure. Um, I think we both do. Especially because the dads usually, uh, you know, don't stick around. And I, you know, that sucks that that's the norm, but I'm glad, I'm glad everything's working out in that regard. Yeah. 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 Um, I enjoy it too. I mean, I enjoy, you know, seeing him and, and playing with him and whatever. And, mm -hmm. you know, there are things I don't enjoy like diapers and stuff. Right. And, but that's like normal parent stuff right that's nothing new that's nothing abnormal that's stock (laughs) um i think i think that's important to keep in mind going forward because you know a lot of us a lot of people listening if they're not you know already they're going to be parents one day and whether or not you know their kids are going to you know go through that uh, they're probably going to have friends who are and so i think not knowing going in because a lot of the responsibility normally falls on, you know, the 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 parents, not the parents' parents, you know. Um, right, right. But having that crucial part and having people to lean on in those times, it's just as important, you know, like like making education possible or making, you know, finding, you know, a place to Absolutely. live possible. You, you gotta you gotta have those people that you can lean on. So. Um, to anybody listening, you can you can take it from Andrew. That's a that's a key part and something to keep in yeah. mind. So if you ever get the opportunity, try and be there yeah. for someone. I definitely had 
definitely had a lot a lot of people um been like just family like family's been great right yeah but even more than that like um more than just like the baby like her family's been really uh you know, nice to me yeah uh i like to think my family's been accepting to her mm-hmm. i you know it's not the I, i'm not gonna say anything more than this but it's not the first time that something like this has happened in our family so we kind of knew what was going on sure right. um and uh like it was just great like from you know all that nervousness i was talking about right right when he was like when we were at the hospital and she was in labor for like 12 hours it sucked Mm -hmm. nope more than that i think because he was born at like 2 a.m yeah and and i remember several people stopped by when she was in labor uh our friends and stuff like that uh some drumline people uh you know rachel's boyfriend uh but the only ones who really were able to and did stick around until like the very, um, like, so they were in like, so the people that were in the actual delivery room were of course like the nurses, her mom, my mom and me and, you know, Cregan was out in the hall. Uh, she was, you know, the snacks or whatever. She sort of has to be in the uh, delivery room, right? Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh but that was cool i got to you know when he came out it was fun it was like the biggest amount of relief i've ever received in my life yeah you know it was so like i literally was like jolted back a little Mm -hmm. when he was like actually here and i was looking at him i was like wow (laughs) and uh it was cool i got to uh cut the umbilical cord Mm -hmm. so that was like weird but like fun yeah um it was, it was like freaky. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> uh, Sorry. I, I always forget that that's a thing until it's brought up in conversation. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh yeah. I forgot it was a thing until it was happening. <laughs> I was like, you were like, you want to cut this? Here's some scissors. I was like, freaking what? What are you talking what? about? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, it's tradition. But I, but it was like, it was a wild situation where we had that and, uh, and my the people out in the waiting room were my dad, my sister, uh, and Rachel and Harley. Okay. Right. Yeah. Because they are who we have chosen to be the godparents. Oh. Um, funny story. They, whenever he was born, they actually um, came in and saw him and they were like, Ooh. uh, they uh, they were the ones who reaffirmed me because I was like I was the parent I'm not gonna know any better I was like Rachel he's cute right he's cute is he cute yeah he's cute the prize he's cute I was like God <laughs> um, you know I'm a parent I'm gonna think That's he's cute biased, no matter yeah. what yeah you like, oh my gosh yes. so my, my and then they walked point. across then they walked across the street to the hospital like 4 a.m. these are how you know they're homies right yeah they walked across the street in winter. Uh, at 4 a.m. to Waterburger and got us food. No way. And went to the hospital. I was like, you guys are the best ever. That's the best. You guys are amazing. Uh, yeah, that was that was great. Uh, they're great, 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 great friends. So um, were there, my question is, were there any like, were there any challenges that you didn't see coming, coming that, um, that parenting is a part of just for the people that, you know, eventually will go you know, through that hmm. one day. Um, 
anything that was unexpected or anything that, you know, you didn't expect going into it? So I'm one of those people you could classify as an overthinker, right? Sure. So I was like, every possible situation that could happen, I had probably thought about and been nervous about, right? right. I was like, you know, what if, uh, what, what if he gets sick or something? And he did, he did get sick like the first couple months, but Man. you know, it wasn't a problem. Yeah. We just got a medicine, whatever. Yeah. And, and it's like, what if he has allergies or something? We don't know. We find out about it. You know, what if, uh, you know, he gets cursed by a boogeyman and turns into a fish, you know, <laughs> all, these, all these possible scenarios that we have to deal with. Um, we're like really, yeah, I've thought there, I wouldn't, I would say there's, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but there probably have been some unexpected thing, yeah. things. I was like, so what are we, you know, leaving the hospital with a baby? You know, like, you want a car seat? I was like, oh, wait, yeah. <laughs> yes. I need that. Hold that baby. Um, so, so kind of things just like, I'll be like, yes, got the baby, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And then somebody will introduce a new piece of information where they're just like, when are you going to start feeding him solid food? I was like, that's right. Uh, uh, And stuff like that. I was like, when are you going to give him toys? I was like, he's a freaking baby. You don't know no better. I'm going to give him a sock. Yeah. And and so it doesn't like nothing really unexpected. Like I've thought of most things. It's just, I never remember it. Right. I get that. I need to. And then my last. Absolutely. Yeah. My last question uh, is like, what's the best part about it all? Like just parenting in general. Do you have, can you narrow it down to any specific thing? When he laughs. Oh my God. Sorry. (laughs) That's so cute. Yeah, it is. It's adorable, right? It's, when, when you're just like playing with them and probably one thing that I think is like verifiably the best is when um, like the first, like I, you know, we get him on the weekends, which is like when he's at my house, right? I see him a lot, but like, that's when he's at my house. Right. Um, but on the weekends, it's like, I have to go do other stuff. You know, I have to go run errands and things like that. Or sure. sometimes I want to go do these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my parents watch him. And, but anytime I walk into a room and see him, he will look at me and just smile, right? He just instantly, I don't have to say anything. I'll be like, hi. And he'll just smile. The biggest smile. And it's like the bet. That's the best thing, right? Where it's just like, he's happy to see me. It's because I'm dead. Um, oh my gosh. And. Yeah, and then when you're just like doing certain things like Adam and he's just laughing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that's like great. It's it's though you forget all of the problems that come with it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. You like you're just like you know one minute you're thinking like when do I you know when do I upgrade like a size in diapers? Do I have to take it to the doctor soon? It's mm-hmm. like that. But when you're just like playing with him and he's just like giggling at you, it nothing else matters, right? right? Nothing else. In, I could, nothing else. I'm thinking about zero things. That's the only moments in my life when I'm not thinking about anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that, man. It's really good. 
Yeah, yeah, it's 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 great. A lot of people say it's you know a bad situation and it's not mm. good to be in. And I definitely wouldn't encourage anybody to do it. Mm-hmm. I would say that for anybody maybe going through a similar thing as I was a year ago, mm. where they're about to have a kid and they don't know what's happening and they don't know what they're doing, it'll be fine. You know, no matter what, it's going to be fine. Right. Because they're going to smile at you and it'll be, from that moment on, it'll be fine. I love so, yeah, it. that's what, that's definitely the best part. I love it, man. That's awesome. Yeah. You bring a lot of people joy, like just overall. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a really nice. I don't understand. I don't think you understand how good it is to hear that. Yeah. That's such a nice thing to say to somebody. No, man, I, I get it because your vibes just like they make babies smile and they make people smile yeah. inside and out. So one. So no, I was just like, I love my baby. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> that doesn't mean I like babies. <laughs> I just want to get that out there. I just want to get that out there. Before I had one, I would see a baby at like a restaurant and I'm just like, look at that freaking look. Look at that. Mm. That's funny. I'd be like grumbling to myself, but like you get that thing out of here I, right now. I find it super interesting that people who that's not the case. Like they, because some people are very like, they they flock towards babies. It's like this, this yeah. thing in their head. They're just geared better to. And yeah. that's always that's always how Cregan was, right? She was mm-hmm. like, "I like babies. Look at your baby. Your baby's so cute." Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, "I'll show I'll show people pictures of my babies, and if they have or if my of my baby, and if they have a, a kid too, I'll be like, well, cool. Let me see your picture. Like I have, you know, it's high school in twenty twenty, so there I know people who have kids, mm-hmm. and you know, in my school and stuff like and." Uh, people who maybe graduated a couple years ago that have kids and whatever. And uh, they're like, of course, show me a picture of your kid. I want to see if your kid's, you know, cute. And then they're usually not, but it's like, whatever. Uh, just like, that was just confirmation that my baby's better. Um, <laughs> never say that. Of course. But if I see a baby in the wild, right? Mm-hmm. Don't bring that to me. I don't, don't. Want, I don't want anything to do. <laughs> I don't want anything. Good thing I don't see a lot of those nowadays. You know, mm-hmm. just because COVID and everything, it's like right. don't let babies anywhere. Yeah, and that's that's in a way it's been good for me, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to take him anywhere, right? But I was never going to want to take him anywhere because he was always like scary. Like, take your baby somewhere; they're gonna get sick. They don't have an immune system, right? Okay, cool. I wasn't going to. I have no desire to take my baby out in a place. That's an interesting. If there's a verifiable reason. Yeah. Great. You know, I'm okay with that. That's, that's an interesting, interesting point though. Like I've never really thought about this, but I have a question. So like, have you ever driven the car that Isaac has been in? Oh yeah. Most of the time. So is it the first time you ever drove with him in the car? Was it like, did it occur to you? Like, oh my God. I I have a baby in my car. My absolutely. baby in my absolutely car. Absolutely it did. Yeah. And then now nowadays I'll uh I'll just like talk to him. Yeah. In the car. Like if I'm driving, because he used to go to sleep every time you put him in a car seat. Like mm-hmm. every time you put him in the car and start driving around, sleep instantly. That's awesome. Um but now he doesn't really do that and he just stays awake. 
Mm-hmm. So I just talked to him. And the my favorite thing he does nowadays, his mom taught him this. So if she hears this, she'll know what I'm talking about <laughs> already. Mm-hmm. He clicks. Clicks? He clicks. Like, 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 uh, Like you just make that sound and go, <laughs> like direct, like it's on purpose. Yeah, it's an intentional sound. You click on it and you go, Isaac, and you go, <laughs> like back. And, so, so this is interesting for a couple of reasons. Uh, perhaps the most interesting uh, is that because your noise cancellation on Zoom is on aggressive, I can't hear you. So I just see you going. <laughs> with no <laughs> with no sound i still it's not coming through that's wild yeah. that's <laughs> that is funny uh but yeah he clicks at you like that sound mm-hmm. like the like like snapping sound i guess in a way but like with your mouth you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, i got you and it's the weirdest thing i don't he just started doing it and i'm like why is he doing that? and then i asked his mom about it i was like why is he doing that it's like i taught him Mm-hmm. why would you do that what did you mean you taught him how to click she was like well i taught him if you're hungry click three times i was like teach him the word hungry why did you, <laughs> why did you what's happening here? that's funny that's that's awesome man um how did you do the click before we taught him to say like mom <laughs> before i forget do you mind if i change the subject or interject really quick yeah absolutely. so speaking of fathers it's my dad's birthday today and Oh, happy just, birthday! Yeah, I'm fa- happy birthday, Dad. Uh, I'm I'm gonna Facetime him after this, but like, I just I haven't got to yeah. tell him all day. I wanted to. I don't. I don't like texting happy birthday much. Um, oh yeah, I, if I have to tell somebody happy birthday, I call him. Yeah, for sure. And so it's 9 p.m. and I still haven't told my dad happy birthday. So <laughs> I'm like, gotta gotta do that. Gotta do that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So um, let's, just like that. That sound right there. Yeah. Uh, man, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Andrew, I think that'll just about do it. You know, I've we've been on here for like two hours. Yeah, and if I'm calculating right, that's longer than normal episodes. Yeah, it's 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 well, it's about the average nowadays because we had that oh, okay, we had that good. marathon last week and that was good. It was really good discussion, good. but um, yeah, yeah, two hours is a lot out of a high schooler schedule. I know because I was a high schooler once. Um, right, and so. Especially, once. yeah, <laughs> once, <laughs> only one. Uh, but regardless, I I appreciate you donating your time, coming and hanging out. Um, oh, of course, it was. It's been really enjoyable to just like sit and chat, yeah, and you know, hang out. Uh, it's been really like just like a like a cathartic thing to happen, right? Yeah. Where I just tell everyone, you know, here's my stuff going on. For sure. Um, also, the uh, shameless plug of. True story, bro. Helped out a lot, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Which, where can they find that one more time if they're just now? Getting... Um, so at the moment, it's not out, so don't go looking for it yet. Mm-hmm. But when it is, um, it'll probably be on Spotify and Apple Podcast for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, others, if we feel that's necessary, if there's a demand, yeah, doubt there will be at first, um, or probably ever, <laughs> and. And so you, and in order to keep up to date with any developments in that uh, saga, um, you go follow me on Twitter, uh, follow Rachel on Twitter. Don't know what her Twitter, Twitter handle is, but I'm sure if you follow me long enough, you'll figure it out. She's probably mad um, at Ryan again. 
Probably not. I haven't gotten any. I haven't checked my phone this whole time. I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid of because I wonder who's watching and I wonder who's texting me what. That's that's gonna um, be fun. Gotta be fun. Cool. Uh, so yeah, go follow my Twitter for any developments in that. And when I, when the first episode does get posted and whatever, I will tweet about it. I'll mm-hmm. let everybody know. I'll probably post a link to it. Uh, link will probably be for Spotify because that's what I use when I listen to podcasts. And then the so, last the last thing being, you know, if anybody ever wants to reach out to you, whether it be they want to get involved with, you know, make a team, make a game, something like that. Maybe they're interested in comics or uh, they want to know great. more about, you know, parenting at your age, just like advice or, um, you know, I don't know, maybe they, they want to help turn Isaac into a fish. Like, <laughs> yeah. If, if any of that, would Twitter be a good way to reach you? Yes. Um, Twitter is really the only social media platform that I I use except for TikTok, but I don't post on there, so it doesn't really count. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Twitter is the only one I'm like an active user on. For sure, man. So that would be that would be the one to reach me. Um, so yeah, if you want to make a game with me, uh, whoever you are, just like let me know. Yeah. Uh, if anybody in the comics industry is hiring, uh, DC is hiring, let me know. Just contact me and give me a job. <laughs> and if anybody wants any parenting advice. Uh, and they want to call me about it. Don't. Don't know any better than that. Um, and, Are you joking? Uh, I... <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing at any given moment. Absolutely not. Not joking. That's funny. Uh, you can contact me for parenting advice, but I don't know how much help I'm going to be. Yeah. And that's gotcha. kind of like, yeah. That's funny. All right, man. Um, I think, like I said, I'll just about do it. Do you have anything else you want to say? Anything to say to the people? Or I, just about do um, it? I can't think. I guess whatever situation you're going through in life, if you think it's going to be rough, just look on the bright side and, you know, how you're going to get past it. And I promise there's always going to be, uh, um, you know, there's always going to be, what's a good metaphor? like greener pastures metaphor or something but like there's always a there's always a light at the end of the silver lining if you will there's always a silver lining right you no matter what's happening you're gonna get through it and it's gonna be okay and maybe you'll be a better person for it than i was almost certainly like and almost certainly right character development (laughs) and um and another good thing just because we were talking about entertainment jobs mm-hmm. follow your passions you know follow your interests do what you want to do that makes you happy mm-hmm. whatever that may be and uh and uh yeehaw is probably the last <laughs> andrew ramey one of the yeah. wisest uh 17 year olds i know on the face of this earth um yeehaw <laughs> we appreciate you joining us man um it's like one of the, one of the wisest 17 year olds i know yeah that's once. One of the one of the oldest cool. only only seventeen year olds I know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, Bro, well, you know a few. I know for a fact you know a few. Actually, yeah, I teach. I teach a lot of them now. I didn't even think about that. But anyway, no, I digress. Sure, sure, yeah. 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 Um yeah. last thing, shameless plug, because I just set up I set them up today and they look they look cute. They're awesome. Uh I was tired of bugging people on the main so there are now facebook and twitter 
pages set up for scoping error. Uh, so if you, if you'd like to, um, you know, learn more about what we're doing, maybe look at past episodes, uh, you know, things like that, or you, you don't go on YouTube often, you can navigate to YouTube through, uh, the Twitter or the Facebook page because there are links directly to the playlist and stuff like that. So, uh, if you're interested in what we're doing, yeah, you can do that. Um, but like I said, Andrew, thank you so much for coming on. I'll be sure and stop by True Story, bro, sometime if you oh, still absolutely. It's, want me. It's been great. It's yeah. been fun. We'd love to have you on the show when we, when we get that uh, when we get that rolling and we figure out exactly what we're going to do with that. Yeah. That would be, be a great time. Absolutely. Uh, listeners, thank you so much for listening, whether it's live or, or in the future, probably in the future, and that's, that's perfectly okay. Just thank you for spending time with us uh, tonight. Uh, this is Trent with Andrew Ramey. Um, Cool guy, cool dude, and I think that'll just about do it. What? Do you, what's up? Yeehaw! <laughs> Yeehaw! <laughs> final word. Yeah, I think that'll just about do it. So, thank y'all. Yeah. Have a good night. <laughs>